Welcome to the BC Podcast. Today, we're pulling back the curtain on how our team brought together Easter at BC under unique and challenging circumstances. The following is a conversation with our creative team from one of our Thursday live streams. We hope you enjoy. We are gonna join our creative team and we're gonna do an Easter recap, kind of an after party. It was an incredible weekend. It was, it was so much fun. Oh my gosh. Uh, We really missed you guys though. (laughs) Still fun. It was not quite the same celebrating uh, without you in the room, Mm -mm. but it was incredible and we got to celebrate and connect with you in so many ways. And so here's what we thought we could do. Um, There is so much that goes into an Easter weekend and um, on the back end, it is always so fun. This this morning, as a matter of fact, we got to join with our staff and just share wins and talk about everything that God did. And you guys shared like crazy and uh, man, an amazing, insane amount of views. And and so it was it was remarkable. We felt like it was worth celebrating and talking about. And we're going to bring on our creative team in just a second. And I want to actually peel back the curtain tonight. And we're going to ask them what it takes, what goes into making an online worship experience. And they've been planning and working for months, really since Christmas was over, and um, it really paid off. So you're going to get to hear from them in just a second. Uh, What we're going to do now is we're going to actually switch over to our Zoom call. And um, so we're we're going to switch here. Hey, I just got to give a shout out to my sister. I just saw she's watching. I haven't seen her forever. Kara. What's up, Kara? How's it going? Love you. Good to have you here with us. Tell Jeremy and the kids we said hello. Yes. From your favorite brother-in-law. <laughs> awesome. All right. So we're going to switch over. I think we are now on Zoom. And man, look at this cast of characters. How's hey everybody guys. doing? Doing well. What's doing up? well. Looking good. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, we have the one and only PJ, Pastor, Pastor Joe. Joe Caminetti with us in the house, coming to us from his office, hollowed grounds, really. So many life-changing messages have come from that room. So many coffees have been drunk, drank, drinking, drink, drinketed. And so, uh, right now, as we speak, we thought it would be fun yes. if we just kind of caught up with PJ. It has been such a strange month, and um, Dad, I'll start with this. I just want to ask you. I mean, obviously, we. We, I was not here for this. I was not born when BC was founded, but in 1983, you and mom moved back to Warren, planted believers, and I'm pretty sure every Easter since 1983, you have preached to an audience, and this was kind of different this year. Can you talk to us about how, how that felt as a pastor to preach to an empty room? Sure. Yeah, it's, uh, it was my 37th Easter message Wow. at Believers, and uh, wow. first time ever to empty chairs in an empty room. And it's very, very strange. It's it's a really strange thing. Uh, but here's how I get around it, and it really helps me. Um, I just imagine the thousands of people behind the camera that are actually listening. And, and I'm just imagining that they're listening. They're right there with me. I can't see them behind that camera, but they're there. And it just produces an energy as if uh, they were in the room. So that's how I got around it. It was very strange, and I hope we never have another one like it. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. <laughs> it was so awesome, though. You would never have known nobody was in the room. I yeah. don't know. That's just what I think oh, every time I watch it back. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how does he do that? Joe Pro. Joe Pro. But as a pastor, what what's the thing you feel like I am missing the most? I would, I mean... Aaron, I don't even have to think about that. It's the lobbies. Yes. Because, All the chatter in the lobbies. <laughs> yeah, there's, I love that chatter. You guys know that. 
that chatter is like chatter to me. Hey, um, <laughs> I, uh, I, um, I love the lobbies and after every service, they're just, they're just amazing. Yeah. And so I, um, I miss two things about them. One, I miss my interaction with everybody. And then I miss watching the people of believers interact, knowing the same things going on in Borman. And I just miss that activity. It's, uh, it's to me the, my favorite part of every weekend. Yeah. If you were able to actually talk to some of those people right now that you normally would on a weekend, maybe the ones that are feeling scared and hopeless and discouraged and just frustrated, what would you say to them? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say to them that God understands their frustration and that's normal. We're all having to deal with it. And I know the majority of you are already doing what I'm about to say. I would encourage you to continue rejoicing in the Lord. And I love that scripture in Philippians where it says rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. And of course, one way of doing that is giving thanks and just being thankful. And so what I like to do, and I know many of you are doing this, is I think about what the Lord has done for me in the past through the death of Jesus and all the wonderful things that he did. That's why it says rejoice in the Lord, not our circumstances. And then I think about what he's promised. And I I just focus my mind on that. Anytime I feel a little bit of, you know, whatever you want to call it, bummed out coming on me, you know, like, man, I don't like this situation. Um, I just begin to give thanks and And so I'll thank God that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. I'll thank him that he goes before me. He's with me. He's behind me. And I'll thank him that I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Things like that. So that's, that's how I, that's good. uh, And that's what I think people, that's what I think all of us need to keep doing many. I think most of us are already doing. I love that. That's so cool. It reminds me of Joey this last week, our son who's 10. He had to write a couple letters Um, And he decided to write a couple letters to his great grandparents on either side. And he threw in that scripture and we didn't know even that he was going to do it. It wasn't part of his like studies for the week. And it was so cute. And it was so encouraging to us, even just to read that coming from his heart. You know, it it was just really cool. That's been a a cool thing for us as parents, getting to see our kids during this time, just really um, flourish in a lot of ways. But what would you say is maybe one of your favorite things that has been going on and maybe even just for Easter this past weekend, what was like your favorite thing? You know, I, that's another one, Aaron, I don't have to think about. I mean, everything was amazing. Um, but the two music videos, because, you know, they were so unique. I had the privilege of seeing them beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I just watched them 20 times each. I just, that's how much I love them. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm so excited about the release coming up. And so, I mean, everything was amazing. Our worship's always amazing. I always do okay. But um, the two music videos... That, that that was impacting. And to think about, you guys will let them know, everybody know, what went beyond behind the scenes to make that happen. That, yeah. that really made Easter. Well, that's awesome. No doubt. Yeah, we're going to talk about it plenty tonight. And um, man, that seems like a perfect opportunity for a little reminder. Uh, tonight at 6.30 p.m., we are premiering The Blessing. Yes. And so it's going to premiere on Facebook, on YouTube, 
And uh, I think we're going to push it to Instagram as well. And um, hey, if you're watching on any of those platforms, let us know what you think. If you have a good question uh, for for our group here, uh, throw it throw it in the chat, throw it in the comments, and we would love to hear that. And Dad, before we let you go, um, we're we're jumping back into a final weekend in this series that we've been calling Steel Valley Barbell Club. We're really kind of exploring our roots as a church. That's that's really where the whole church of BC got started. That's where you met Jesus. Can you give us a little preview? Absolutely. And I want everyone to know I also bless those videos. <laughs> it's been done. Nice. Uh, I'm really, I'm really yes. excited. This is my favorite message out of all four. So this is number four of four. And I'm going to talk about avoiding CLS. It's a disease. And it's a disease that all of us can avoid. And it happens in the gym. It also happens in the church world. And in order to avoid it, we have to become comfortable with the uncomfortable and I have some examples of how to do that uh, that are going to be very applicable for the time that we live in. So I'm real, real excited about this particular uh, lesson. It's going to be good. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, we know you're a busy man, and um, we appreciate you. You're doing an awesome yes. job leading us through a very crazy time. And um, enjoy the rest of your night. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just I'm going to hop off and then get on Facebook and watch this. All right. For sure. Have All fun, right, cool. guys. We'll talk to you, you later. Bye-bye. Awesome. Cool. Well, I'll tell you what, real quick, I think it would be fun if we um, took a look back at uh, at some of the cool things that we saw this weekend. It was so fun just yeah. watching. I, it was it was the first time for, for all of us. Yeah, okay. Um, they told me to switch to the other view. They're talking in my ear. Here we go. Gallery view. There we go. It's my first time doing this, people. No perfect people allowed. Um, but it was it was so fun, and I, I don't think any of us have, have ever experienced an Easter like that. So there were some unique challenges, but there were also some unique uh, blessings and, and cool things just to watch happen in real time. One of them was just to see all of your comments and, and watch you engage. So I'm going to throw it over to Kristen. And Kristen, could you share with with us just some of the cool things that came in as people used our hashtag and mentioned us in uh, all our yeah. different platforms? Cool. Well, first, we just want to make sure that you guys know we really are live. So you see Corey sitting outside. He's sitting in like 25 degree weather right now. So <laughs> we did not pre-film this on a 60 degree day. Corey is truly Deanna outside. Deanna will not let him in the house right now. Yes. Yes. There you go. Deanna is actually um, at my parents' house, just FYI. Nowhere <laughs> near. So they could have a babysitter for Ophi. But anyhow, nice. we were really excited. It was really fun. A lot of people posted pictures, um, which is what we asked you guys to do, because normally we have a photo booth in our lobbies where you're able to take pictures. But obviously this year that wasn't able to happen. Um, so it was fun sorting through everything. I know we probably missed a lot of you guys that posted and we apologize, but we did want to share some of our favorites that we did see. So Lexi Schrock and her husband, Jerry, and their beautiful baby, hey, um, Berkeley. Yes, she, she posted um, Happy Easter, and I just think that's such a cute family picture. So Lexi, Aww. thank you for sharing that. Adorable. We love it. Love um, they're part of our Boardman campus. They're the best. Yes. Love them. Yeah. Abby Rowan, who is on our worship team here hey. in Warren. She said, Abby. doing Easter Sunday a little different, watching church at home. So thankful for Believer's Church OH. Abby, we're thankful for you. We miss you guys. Handsome dude uh, right so there. That's so cute. Yeah. The next one, I mean, I'm a little biased, but it's my own picture that I posted. <laughs> that oh nice. my goodness. I, oh, yeah. Desi. But, um, I captioned it and this is true. I couldn't decide which picture to post because both of Desiree's faces depict her fun personality. <laughs> 
Oh so my I figured gosh. I'd post both Happy Easter. Um, and she makes those faces every day, all day. So it's truly her. Um, Deanna, she posted Ophi. This was Ophi's oh, first Oh my Oscar. goodness. Oh and my she gosh. looks adorable in her so dresses. Cute. So I love it. Deanna, way to post those pictures. <laughs> of course, Deanna's so is like a professional cute. photo shoot. Of course, of yeah. Course. Beautifully <laughs> lit and everything. It's it's gorgeous. Um, Jackie, who is one of our Paramount leaders, one of our worship leaders here in Warren, uh, she said, Maisie and I are getting our Easter worship on today. He is risen. Aww. So thankful for Aww. the ability to include the kids and worship God anytime, but especially now being quarantined on Easter Sunday. God's not dead. He is alive. That's awesome. That's awesome, Jackie. I love seeing little kids worship. I just think it's the cutest thing ever. Yes. Um, Erica, who's actually on this call with us. She's part of our creative team. Oh, my goodness. Um, This is her niece and nephew in Columbus. And she said, watching Easter services this morning with family and friends from all over. Sorry. Uh, So thankful for live stream. My little niece and nephew watching all the way from Columbus. Aww. And I just think that's so cute how they're holding the signs up saying watching with Aunt Lizzie. I love that. <laughs> that's adorable. So it is adorable. Um, Melanie oh Lucas, she posted this of her three kids. This is Ethan, uh, Grayson, and Amelia. We love them. Uh, she said, yes, hope your hey day guys. is as exciting as a three-year-old discovering that every single egg had candy in it. So <laughs> I think that's awesome. That's great. That Go Bucks. my day too. So cute. Oh my gosh. Go Bucks, Ethan. Yes. Um, Clint and Kristen Moore. Uh, Kristen Moore, for you guys who don't know. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. She edits our BCTV show. She's awesome. Um, But they hashtag this Easter 2020, which I think is a great hashtag because, let's be honest, hopefully we never have to have pictures with masks on again. Um, So I think that's great. Arianne Wilden and her husband, Matt, they said happy Easter for Matt and I and two excited little bike riders, I believe. Um, that they got him these bikes for Easter. They surprised them on Easter Sunday. So I think that's really Oh, that's cool. great. That's awesome. <laughs> Looking yes, good, guys. Mm-hmm. From our Boardman campus, Megan Wilmeth. Hey, um, and then her husband, Devin. Yeah, great. Uh, great. So cute. Miss you guys. Um, yes, that's awesome. She just posted heart and then a little bunny rabbit and another heart as her caption. But I just thought it was a great picture. So. And they're yes, repping the BC so gear. Cute. So they get yes. points for that. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that, right? <laughs> Uh, Michelle Wodicheski and her three kiddos, she posted, uh, <laughs> kiddos all ready for online Easter service. He is risen. I just love that Aww. picture of those three. So That's cute. adorable. Yes. Krista Zajac, her and her son, Aaron, Aaron. they are great. Hey, They're guys, from our Borman campus. Uh, she said, happy Easter. He is risen. And then last picture uh, was the Zupo family, the Zupo clan. The Zoop from oh, man. Yeah. Happy Aww. Easter from the Zupos. Join us as we watch so church cute. on Facebook or YouTube at Believers Church OH. And so that was awesome. That's I a classy this. family right there. My kids saw this picture when they posted it and they wondered where Joey was. Joey is their cat that's about, <laughs> uh, I don't know, how old, 13 years old oh, or something. I think she told me, yeah, it's like really. It's yeah, just, yeah, about to not. Yeah, hey, but. real quick fun fact Joey, their cat, had a sister. And his sister from the same litter was our cat, Bunny. Now, Bunny did not have the same longevity. And I'm not going to, you know, (laughs) I can either confirm or deny how how or why that is true. Yeah, let's not. But um, miss you, Bunny. (laughs) Yeah. So much. Well, guys, we do appreciate you posting those pictures. It's so fun to see how you guys are celebrating the holiday. But even every week, I think it's just fun 
to see how you guys are watching the live stream, doing church together. So uh, we do just want to share a couple of comments that we saw come in during some of our live stream services. Um, Abby Rowan, she said, so thankful for our amazing church. What an incredible Easter service. Sarah Griffin uh, said, this might have been the most powerful Easter service ever. I am in awe at our church and the creative capabilities. So I'm excited, Sarah, that you felt that way. I know for me, it was yeah. one of my favorites as well. Um, so hopefully you're on this so you can kind of see behind the scenes of how we came up with some of the stuff for Easter. Mackenzie Pinto, we miss seeing you guys playing yes. on the worship team in Warren. Um, yes. She said, this is a no pressure way to try church. Pastor Joe's message is full of hope. And she had that um, when she shared the live stream on her personal page. And I just love that. I think it's so cool that we have the capability of literally inviting hundreds of people that we're friends with on Facebook, just with a simple caption that says, this is a no pressure way to, <laughs> to spend yeah. your Sunday, you know? So um, Mackenzie, great job inviting people to that. Laura Weimer, uh, she said, happy Easter. He is risen. We watched this morning and the message and worship was incredible. We loved the last worship song today. Blessed to have an incredible church community. Laura, thank you. I miss you. She's yeah. one of my great friends. Laura and Matt. So, yes, Laura and Matt and their little son, Phil. Oh and then the, the last comment that I have is Joe Elysia. She said, on this resurrection day, the Lord has raised my son up from his sickbed of COVID-19. He was extremely awesome. ill, but is now recovering. I know that it was prayers that my BC family raised on his behalf that allow God to heal him. So I think that's a great story. Um, just a really cool story because a lot of times when we look in the news and things, we're hearing all the negative things. Um, so I think it's really encouraging to hear healing stories and things that God is doing in people's lives. So. Wow. That's awesome. That's amazing. Thanks, Kristen. And shout out to Kristen because her life um, as as a part-timer here is way more like full-time right now because everything we do um, involves her as the online person, the marketing (laughs) director, um, growth track, which is we're going to tell you a little bit more about this weekend is jumping back in a virtual way. So shout out to Kristen for for being a gamer and she's doing a great job. That's awesome. awesome. Well, hey, let's keep the good times rolling. And uh, another person that is so critical on our team and keeps things moving, keeps us in check is our project manager. Her name is Erica Camp and um, the newly engaged Erica, soon to be Jadice. Can't wait. E.G. in the house. So, Erica, we had we had some more comments come in and some other cool stuff. I'd love to hear you share um, what you saw as well. Yeah, so we've got a comment from Nicole Cotterman here. She said, this is my second time here and I'm grateful. So grateful it was put on my heart to do so. I know there are so many people that watched, you know, not one live stream this weekend, but several. And then Jacqueline Weiss said, hey, Team BC, that version of the blessing was the best thing I've seen since we started social distancing. Thank you so much for the incredible Easter gift. I was so bummed to not be able to attend church on my favorite holiday. So seeing everyone coming together was a great reminder that God is not distant at all during this time. And then Andy Pekarevic, we've got, thank you for that video. Missing my BC fam. Love seeing everyone worshiping together. We miss you too, Andy. Uh, Valerie Yoho says, thank you for a special service. Hit close to home for me. We'll be making it a point to be moving closer to God. Sunny Hudak shared our live stream and she said, happy Easter, everyone. The Easter bunny is generous, but Jesus gave it all. Take some time today to thank him. (laughs) And then we've got Ryan Rinko from the Boardman campus said, when everyone on screen came in, that brought chills. Coolest (laughs) thing ever. And then we had so many first-time guests uh, just tuning in this weekend for the live stream. And this was a really cool uh, first-time guest response on our online survey. Her name's Elizabeth. She said, the music is what she noticed first. 
The music was amazing. The song, The Blessing, was so well done. Brought me to tears with the video of families singing together in their homes. And then the question, what did you like best? She said, everything, explanation point. <laughs> Pastor Joe has such a way of bringing the message that it hits right at home. And I needed to hear about revival today. I was drawn in from the introduction and captivated the whole time. My attention wasn't drawn away and the whole service kept me drawn in. And for prayer requests, she says, my husband and I work together for a business that is not our own. The business is attached to our home and the separation of work and business can be hard. This is a multifaceted situation that affects our everyday life. We could use the prayer for guidance in handling certain situations involving work. We'll definitely be praying for that, Elizabeth. And then we have when, um, when we asked her how she heard about BC, she said her dad goes to the Warren campus. Um, they're considering visiting the Boardman campus because that's where they live. She said this was a great way to visit Believer Service. And we're definitely looking forward to meeting her once we're back. Yeah, back. come on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Can't wait soon. to meet you. Yeah. That is amazing. Well, thanks, so Erica. Cool. Um, man, I, lo- I just love hearing that. And um, I don't know if it, anybody that follows me on social media, you saw I shared something um, from Life.Church that I just thought was phenomenal. Obviously, so many churches, you know, just worldwide are having to pivot, and they're they're all online churches now. They're, there's nobody that isn't an online church, <laughs> and they have a platform that they make available for free. And last weekend alone, I'm I'm a pastor, so I'm very good at bloating numbers. Remind me if it was fifty nine thousand or sixty nine thousand. Anybody? 69 was 69,000 people um, r- roughly that gave their life to Jesus just through their platform of church online. Yeah, and um, we, so we just cool. believe that even when there's um, obstacles, that those aren't just obstacles, they're opportunities. Yeah. And um, God, he, he takes He takes even the bad and uses it for good. And so um, we, we saw that in, in such cool ways this last weekend. Um, I want to, I want to shift gears here and I want to, I want to talk to you guys. Um, so many people will tell us, man, I really loved that song. I really loved that, that video. I loved this part of the service or that. And, um, I, I know probably about 15 years ago as a church, we made a really strategic shift to be, um, super intentional with how we craft a service with how we create every little moment. And we would never want to program the Holy Spirit out of a service. The Holy Spirit, we believe, um, is is creative. And God is a creative God. He, he was the first creative. And so um, what we want to do, though, is we want, to, we want to just talk a little bit about what goes into that process. And so, Ryan, I thought you'd be a great person to kick us off. Um, this is the primary group. The only person that's not represented is Steve, who is behind the camera here. So we'll try to represent him. Um, and uh, shout out to all of our video and tech people because they have been killing it. Yes. They're here like every other day, sometimes every day of the week, just making yep. one live or another happen. Yep. But Ryan... Um, I'd love for you to talk about how we engineer a service. Like what kinds of questions are we asking as we head into something like Easter? And um, how are we keeping in mind the different audiences that are going to be watching, the different kinds of people, where they're coming from, and how we can get them to where we're going? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I think what's fun about something like Easter is that it's something like when you're in the creative process, that's definitely a slow cooker. Uh, you know, we put it in the slow cooker, not the microwave. So like, um, we started talking about Easter, I think, uh, sometime in January or February, you know? And, uh, and so we're just constantly thinking, you know, what I love about our church, one of the things that we say is we are married to the message, not the method. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that we know is that Jesus was raised from the dead and that's, that's what we're celebrating on Easter. But every year we're trying to take a different look at how can we, um, what angle can we talk about this from? What ways can we communicate this? 
Um, and honestly, we're always thinking from the person who's not a Christian first. And maybe that uh, is surprising, but we're always thinking about your friends, your neighbors who, um, you know, don't go to church or haven't been to church in a long time. And we're always trying to think, how can we speak the language uh, that they would speak, but also really communicate the truth of the gospel? And so um, what's cool is like early on, because we start talking about it so early as a team, um, we get a lot of time to just kind of think of ideas. And so um, if you were to see our, our whiteboard in, in the creative room, you would see a lot of ideas that did not uh, even make it past the first week or two. Um, you know, we had, we had even directions we thought we might go, started to pursue them, and then inspiration just hits. And, um, you know, we love what other churches are doing, but one of our goals is like, we don't want to imitate. We're, we're inspired, but, you know, inspiration, but not imitation. And mm -hmm. so we're kind of always leaning into, um, is there anything on Pastor Joe's heart? Um, is there anything that we kind of feel is something that God wants to do in this one? Um, so that kind of takes us in a lot of different directions. And so we're pretty wide open to like, hey, what, what could this look like? And I, I think I love um, the heart we have to dream and just say, hey, what can we do uh, that is just different than what we've done before? Yeah. And uh, this year, I thought it took a really cool form. And what, what I was struck by was that this year was kind of a combination of, you know, like that theme revive was something we kind of picked up on early. Um, but we didn't realize the impact that revival and that meeting life in a city, um, that that was going to, it was going to take a whole new meaning a few weeks later or a month later after the whole COVID-19 thing hit. So, yeah. um, you know, it gave us even a greater encouragement to say, Hey, that what we're doing, even though there's a lot of unknowns, um, it, it's going to be just as applicable, maybe even more so God knew what was happening beforehand. So yeah. I love that there, you know, there's everything from, you know, that, that, thing we did of God of Revival, that was the thing we'd been working on for a long time. That was kind of the one that was in uh, in the process for a long time. And then, you know, you get hit with this whole uh, shelter in place thing. And then, you know, the song, The Blessing comes out. And then within a few weeks, it's been something that our song, our church has made like an anthem. <laughs> and so we just kind of felt like, you know, I, I don't even remember whose idea it was, but it was just like, man, let's get this song in there in some way. And that was Honestly, it was more last minute than any of our other ideas, but it was one of the most powerful ideas. So I'm so excited to even watch the music video uh, at 6.30. But it just, uh, to me, it was just so cool how God takes all these moments and he just orchestrates them to create this beautiful melody. And uh, and Matt, John, Tony also orchestrates to create beautiful melodies too. So I'm thankful about that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, that was kind of our process, you know, on a on a, a 30,000 foot view, you know, which it was fun to be a part of, you know. Yeah, that is well said. And Ryan is definitely a guy I like to have in the room to ask the, the right questions. Um, I can get in the weeds and talk about things that are like really artsy and different or just be everywhere. And Ryan will have this way of like having a one question that kind of sets us back on, on uh, the, in the right direction. I also want to give a shout out to uh, my dad because, um, anybody that has worked with leaders, it is so easy to hold on tightly to things. And, um, it would be very easy for him to say, Hey, I've been a pastor for 37 years. I've preached 37 Easter messages. You, you guys need to do what I, but like, he literally didn't know what we were going to do until he saw it. <laughs> like he, he, we give him some updates along the way, but I have rarely heard him say, no, I don't like that. Or no, that's not happening. Like he's just, uh, he's a gamer. And, um, and that's such a cool thing. It, I think what we have is a culture that 
we, we are cultivating creativity. And so what's so cool is all of us have our own unique perspective. And I'll give you a great example of that. Um, Ryan, just to vamp off of what you said, um, Aaron was actually the person that had come to me. We had already had this whole direction we were going with God of Revival. And she just randomly was like, hey, you know, I have this idea for the blessing. I'm curious how you guys would feel about it. And to our team's credit, I want to hear what she, you know, what, what helped her to find that idea and why she thought it was so meaningful. But to our team's credit, nobody was like, oh, that's more work and we're only two weeks away. Everybody was like, that's amazing. Let's do that. And I think they, we worked together and as a team made it better than it ever could have been. So, um, Aaron, can you talk to us a little bit about what inspired that idea and how have you, what, what does that song mean to people right now and why? Yeah. Um, well, that song is just awesome. So I think it was like a week before the shelter in place or whatever, just the stay at home kind of thing happened. Um, it came out. I'm pretty sure. And like the moment I heard it, I was just like, oh my gosh, this song is crazy. It's so that literally like the moment you hear it, it's just powerful. And I think that's just the Holy Spirit in that song. It's so God ordained and just given. And so um, I think God, you know, he just knew what we needed as a nation, literally as a world. Um, I think he knew we needed this anthem to be able to declare over ourselves, over our families, over our, our friends, over our church and just everyone. And so, um, this song has just really been something that's resonated in my heart. And so as you know, Easter was approaching and we were thinking about, oh my gosh, we might be doing Easter online, which was just like nuts to think about. Um, I started just having this thought and idea because, um, my kids are amazing and we, to kill time, sit around and we play music together and we sing and we worship. And, um, sometimes we sing, you know, Disney songs or what's the one that you've, I forget the name of it. The one that you and Riley have been singing. Yeah. From. I can't remember the Shoot. name, but it's from oh, the greatest showman. Yes. It's a good song. Good song. Not going to sing Something it for about you, like but... every night I lie in bed. You guys know what I'm talking about yeah. right now. A lot of you are just like, yes. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so we, we've been doing this at home and I just am so moved when we start like worshiping together and they start singing their little hearts out and Joey playing the keys like he's a pro. And yeah. I just was thinking this song is so much bigger than even just, um, coming together in unity as like a church, but it's, coming together even as families in unity. And so there was something about that for me that I didn't want it to just be that, um, yeah, we were all coming together as a church. I wanted it to be that we were coming together as families. And through this time that, you know, that we're stuck at home with our families, um, that, you know, it, it was just going to be reflected that we were actually worshiping Jesus together and coming closer to him together and and, singing that over our families. Like that's such a cool declaration to make with your kids in the room. That's just cool. And I have to say every time I'm singing that song, um, on stage, whatever leading worship, I am automatically thinking of my own kids and my family when singing those words and their children and their children's children. That's right. Children. Had to. I'm sorry. Oh, Joe, you're silly. Couldn't resist. So yeah, that's that's kind of where it came from. The truth is, I don't know. I may have seen something that triggered that thought to have the squares because everybody's doing it now. 
after we saw an Easter, it was like, oh, okay, lots of people have this idea. Um, not exactly that way, though. So, um, anyways, who knows? Yeah. I'm going to no, say it was God-given. Tell you what. Well, we're all on the same page, that's for sure. That's Michelle, right. you know, one of the things that I, I thought was interesting is just how you guys had to work together to make that happen technically. So, mm-hmm. um, man, for, for people who maybe are watching from other churches or other worship teams, like what what did what did you do? What went behind getting all those different people to coordinate, sing in the right time, signature, all that crazy stuff? Yeah. So, um, well, let me say like this whole situation, like we always appreciate and express like our gratitude to our dream team but like man we appreciate our dream team like this whole situation has made us miss them so much and it's like an honor to get to lead worship with um with the worship dream team and so um man they're the heartbeat behind our church and so we we have just been missing everybody and i'm so thankful that that idea began to come to life because um I mean, we've got, um, when you combine our Warren and Boardman teams together, like that's a lot of people. (laughs) So we had, um, over 20 of our like worship team members sign on saying that they could be a part of this video and then their families and Joe, I was planning to make this joke, but like their families and their children (laughs) and their children, but literally like, I'm telling you, like Uh, we had some people sing this with their children and their grandchildren, like, um, Kelly Thomas, that's one person I can think of. And, um, you know, what's really cool about the fact that we could do this is that we, we do have worship teams at separate campuses. So this was like a really unifying thing that we got to do together with them, even though we recorded everything in our own homes, but like, thankfully, um, just with the technical side of things, like our, our music director, Matt John Tony, um, he really mapped everything out really well on the front end and just the way he explained it to our teams to help us coordinate and plan out what we were going to do, made it pretty seamless. And so, um, what we did was a lot of those people that you saw, um, who were playing instruments or singing, whether they did it by themselves or with their families, like we had our earphones, our headphones in, and we played along and sang to a metronome that was like going off in our ears. Um, and then, um, like our team, man, they, they work so hard behind the scenes all the time. So like they just did what they always did. They practiced at home. So they learned their, their singing parts, their harmonies, their instrumental parts. And, um, it, it was really fun because we got to bring an element of, you know, filming it into the picture, which we don't always, um, you know, we're not all video experts like Steve. So, um, he helped us <laughs> out yourself, with some instruction Michelle. and we, we all started out with like this clap and it helped us, um, sync video audio together. And I think my favorite part was watching all of the bloopers. Um, a lot of the worship team members sent me their bloopers. I could tell you, Steve oh, I and I get any of them. had People send them. so many bloopers. Like we, one of us would finally get it right on one take. And then when that person got it right, one of us would like mess up the lyrics or, but we just laughed a lot. And I think that's what you have to do during a time like this. And I'm glad that we had that opportunity. So maybe, maybe one of those blooper videos will get posted. Who knows? But our our family may or may not have had a family (laughs) argument or two. As, as we filmed those. Don't judge us, That's just, listen, that's just real life. But at the end of the day, like all of their hard work um, and the planning that we put in it into this helped form this incredible, like massive choir sound. And I could tell you like a lot of my team and just people I heard um, that had a huge impact on people and such a sense of unity when we got to hear it at the end of the day. But 
Matt, I know that you probably have something you can add to that being that you were a big part of the planning process. Yeah, for sure. I mean, what you said, I echo everyone on the team did an awesome job. So everyone who's watching, I miss you guys. And thank you guys just for doing an awesome job with it. Um, and yeah, like uh, sort of going along with what Ryan was saying earlier um, and Joe and Ryan were both mentioning this, you know, like we try to make sure that everything we do is intentional. So even in like the editing side of things on my end and on Steve's end, I was, we were trying to be like really intentional uh, with a lot of different things in this video because we, we got so many videos, there was a lot to consider. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I was just trying to keep in mind too, since this sort of has like a very family feel to it, it's literally the theme of the song. Um, I was just trying to be really intentional, intention, intentional, excuse me, about like <laughs> who showed up on screen at what time. Like, so for example, like people that had children with them, I wanted them at the beginning where they were singing uh, the lyrics uh, with your family and your children and their children and all that. Um, so that was part of it. And another thing, and Michelle sort of touched on this a little bit, you know, being that we have two worship teams, the Warren team and the Boardman team, um, I also tried to really make sure that we had people on the screen together that were a part of each of their teams. So like Boardman people with Boardman people and Warren people with Warren people. I thought that, you know, it would just add even a little bit more of a family element where it's people who, who really, really know each other and do life together, like on the screen. With that was one cool. another. Obviously it was super cool to just have, you know, the whole, the whole group all in together at the end. Um, yeah. But that was just one of the other things I was trying to keep in mind just to sort of keep along with the uh, theme that this song sort of conveys. So there, there was a lot to consider. Um, everyone recorded it on their phones. So another thing I had to consider was just like, um, you know, making sure that the people that sang together, like um, that they, basically like everything sounded good together because all of the different audio sources were different. All of the different rooms that they were recording were different. Yeah. So it was a challenge to sort of get all the sound balance, but uh, I think it really, really worked out. And uh, yeah, basically all I'm saying is there was a lot to consider, but uh, it really came together. Our team did an awesome job. And uh, I think we were all really happy with the final product. So. Oh, no doubt. So yeah. Phenomenal. You did awesome. So Matt, let me stay with you for a second. The other moment that this was it, like to me, I couldn't pick a favor between the two. I loved both of them so much was the end where we featured the song God of Revival. And we had so many comments come in and people were asking like, Hey, where'd you get that video? And was that, <laughs> you know, pre-made? And I was like, yeah, it was pre-made in-house by like our amazing <laughs> team. And, um, you know, the way that that started, it all started from the idea and the theme of revived and Ryan, and I got to get away to a, a Starbucks back when you were able to do that a couple months ago. And we, <laughs> we got to start with the script, but then it kind of took a life of its own after that. Can, can you talk a little bit, Matt, about everything that went into, uh, to me, I call it like scoring. You, it was a score. It wasn't just like, you know, a song. Um, you, you were the one that actually composed that music. Talk about that process a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, it was definitely a little bit out of my wheelhouse. I hadn't really done anything like this before, but luckily uh, I didn't really have to start it from scratch. Like since we knew we were going to go into God of Revival afterwards, um, that sort of gave me something to go off of because I wanted to incorporate some part of the song and the score so it didn't just seem like, you know, a random piece of music and then going into uh, the song. So if you listen to it, you'll notice like in the middle of the, of the score, I sort of play the um, like the melody of God of Revival yep. in the background. Um, that way, it sort of ties everything 
together. But um, I, that was sort of my starting point. I had something to pull from, from God of Revival. But outside of that, um, sort of how this came about was, uh, well, I guess we should say the first thing that we did was, like you said, you and Ryan sort of scripted the whole thing. So that was the first first thing. And I just sort of based the music around what was going on in, in the uh, in the script and in the dialogue. Um, so one of the things that Ryan pointed out to me in the script is that there's this constant back and forth between darkness and light, as well as death and life. So my initial plan actually was to create motifs for each of those, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically just like a common theme uh, that that plays musically anytime like a different theme or a different character comes to the to the screen. Um, one example of this is just like, and a lot of composers do this in movies, like in Star Wars, for example, like John Williams would create themes uh, for each character. So every time the character would come on screen, the music would change to reflect it. Mm. So I tried to come up with a few motifs to reflect like darkness to light and death to life. Um, I actually came up with four to reflect each of those, but that ended up being too much just for how short this, the score was. So the one that I stuck with was um, every time that darkness comes on the screen um, or anytime darkness is talked about, I should say, um, it's just like the one single piano note that plays so yeah. that happens a few times throughout the song. And that, that sort of helps. That was so cool. Set the mood, um, a little bit. So, I mean, there was a lot that went into it, but those were just a few of the things that I was trying to consider when, yeah. we, were, uh, when we were coming up with this. Well, that's brilliant. We, it's crazy. We have so 15 minutes till our premiere happens. So I'm going to keep things moving. And I, I'll just say this, what I love about the music, and we'll talk about this in the lighting in, in a second here, the way you guys built tension, because art, uh, it's so easy to bull rush things and um, to try to, you know, it, it, you get excited and then there's no dynamic and ups and downs and, and the way it built and then came back down and built again, made the payoff all the better. So D, uh, the the next step in this whole process after we had the music and the script was for you to come in with the design element. Talk to us about what inspired you with all these designs, which turned out really beautiful. Thank you. Um, well, like everyone else, I have been watching a lot of Netflix and <laughs> all of those title sequences at the beginning. I don't know if anyone ever watches those. Like I don't. Yeah. Intro so what you're saying them. is Tiger King was your main inspiration. <laughs> we get it. Oh, no. Exactly. Actually, I mean, I'm more in the uh, murder mystery realm on mm. Netflix. So I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe hey, there, there was a murder and some mystery in, in the whole story here. So exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I actually been so interested in those. I watched like 30 different title sequences um, and that kind of skewed like the way I went with that. And then Matt's music. I think I listened to his score like 500 million times. So <laughs> that really helped a lot. Like there was some really cool parts of the piano. I love a good oh, score. Yeah. So that was really inspirational. Totally. No yeah. doubt. You did an amazing job. And um, next really was your husband. And I know he teams up with Brandon a lot. And Corey, I'd love to just hear, walk us through how you're using light. And at times, maybe even the absence of light. Um, to build those dynamics and build that tension and complement what's happening on the LED wall, what's happening with the music. I know that's a whole thing. Can you lead us through what that looks like? Not gonna lie, my fingers are so cold I couldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Dare I say, like the most challenging part of my my life now is actually watching my wife create a video and having to watch it and be careful about every facial expression I make. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want my dinner to be ruined, but uh, 
yeah, to uh, to answer your question, Corey is I, married I, to Deanna, by the way, for anyone wondering. <laughs> Lord Clement, that that is my queen. Um, the uh, I mean, I guess Steve, Matt, and uh, and Deanna just made it so easy to kind of just uh, find the spots that that needed to to build tension. Uh, much like Matt uh, had the single note. Uh, when there's darkness, I, I really didn't want anything else to be lit except for Matt. And then just playing off of what Steve wanted on camera, you know, so everything that we would normally do in the room um, when there's people there for, for Easter, you know, you kind of have to throw all that out and uh, start over because it's all just on camera. So you want to make sure that everything that you're doing is engaging to the camera because that's what people are seeing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, just making sure it's dark when it's supposed to be dark. And then, hey, when we got to the end of God of Revival, um, I just wanted to imagine it's it's the brightest moment of heaven that we've ever experienced and just, just really encountering um, this just really blown out um, full force moment of just the Holy Spirit. So that was kind of just what we're going for. And then, uh, yeah, just making sure it still looks good and everybody's lit. <laughs> it was lit. and um, We were so lit. And I'll tell you what, the blessing, when you get to that big part at the end where the, the virtual choir joins in with the live shots, you guys had, that was some of my favorite lighting too. There was a lot of really cool stuff happening that was tasteful. It wasn't overpowering what we yeah. were trying to feature on the screen, but it yeah. enhanced it. So yeah. kudos to you, man. Um, so Brandon, you, you do a ton behind the scenes, technically speaking, especially during this season. Um, but usually you're at BC Boardman, so this has been really fun. We're kind of like one big happy family right now, and you've been running the, the board in the back, running sound. How Hello. has that been a little different since you're not mixing for anybody in the room right now? Yeah, I mean, it's for sure different. Um, I would say like your average when you're mixing, it's like for the room. You, tr you can trust your ears. Um, the thing with mixing for online is obviously that everyone's TV, everyone's, you know, they're watching in their home cinema or on their cell phone. Um, so you just kind of have to kind of have to rely on like the, the average of your understanding of kind of like, you know, just the different dynamics and how sound kind of works. So, yeah. Kudos to you, man. I know that's typically Matt John Tony is typically, or one of our awesome volunteers, whether it be Jeremy Rowan or Rick Whitaker, whoever it might be here in Warren, they're running that mix, but uh, Brandon's been doing a phenomenal job. And yeah. um, man, we're getting close. We're, we're running up to the end here for the premiere. Remember that starts at 6.30. So one other final shout out I wanted to give is to Steve Denunzio and the whole video crew. Um, yes. Man, we have had some really amazing staffers, but also some really dedicated volunteers that came and stayed all day on Friday and helped film all of this different stuff, all kinds of really cool shots that you'll see in the music video that you might not have seen even uh, live. But uh, Kristen Moore, Jason Hakes, Brian Hevner, Jonathan Wood, for Zach uh, Caven, uh, Ryan Rinko, Fred, uh, Fred Sickles, a.k.a. Fred Sickles, Logan Reinard, <laughs> all of them were here. And we've had plenty more um, that have come over the last month. Um, I think of the Elstons and the whole Moore family, and I'm sure I, I could go on and on. And so thank you guys. And um, shout out to Steve uh, Denunzio, who has been doing all kinds of editing and running off a of very little sleep uh, over the last month. So, hey, before we sign off here, um, this has been amazing. We could talk all night about this. Um, I would love for you real quick, Kristen, if you could jump on and just remind everybody, we are going to be sticking with the same service times as last week. Can you remind us what those are? And then how can people yeah. stay connected and follow us on social media? Yeah, definitely. So our service times moving forward um, for online are going to be Saturday at 5 p.m. and then Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. 
Um, so that's really exciting. And then you can obviously follow us on Facebook, um, which is Believers, the Connecting Place or Believers Church, Ohio. Um, YouTube, and you can find us on Believers Church, Ohio. And then Instagram, which is at A City Connected. And so those are all the ways, of course, on Facebook and on YouTube, you can also subscribe or like our page. So every time we go live, you will get a notification. So that way you don't miss our live experiences. And then like always, obviously, we encourage you guys to just keep sharing it. Uh, like Joe said in the beginning with the stats of how many people throughout the nation and the world are coming to know God through these online experiences, mm -hmm. um, you just never know how, how it's touching people's lives um, right in their living rooms. And so... Definitely, we thank you guys for doing that already, but uh, I guess as we keep doing this for who knows how long this is going to go on, uh, we just encourage you to keep sharing and letting people know. Well, hey, guys, um, I might be a little bit biased, but you're my favorite creative team in the whole world, <laughs> and I appreciate all you guys and all the hard work you do. Yes. And um, cannot wait to share this premiere. Um, we're going to sign off in a second, but we're going to say goodbye to you guys. So uh, one more time, yeah. thank you guys. And, Bye, guys. Uh, Bye, you guys. See y'all soon. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. For more conversations just like this, subscribe to the Believers Church YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram at A City Connected, or search Believers The Connecting Place on Facebook. To get involved or find out more information, visit our website at believers.cc. Thanks for tuning in to the BC Podcast.